0: Today, I'm talking to my friend Andy McNulty from TouchStay. And we're talking about what he calls the tumbleweed time, which is that time between people booking a property and them arriving. And what we do during that time, because in Andy's experience, it's mostly tumbleweed time. Nothing happens. I call it being in limbo. So Andy and I are going to be talking about different things we can do between that time of booking and guest arrival to make them feel cosseted, excited, anticipatory, and expected. So let's go. This is the Vacation Rental Success Podcast, keeping you up to date with news, views, information, and resources on this rapidly changing short-term rental business. I'm your host, Heather Bayer, and with 25 years of experience in this industry, I'm making sure you know what's hot, what's not, what's new and what will help make your business a success well hello and welcome to another episode of the vacation rental success podcast this is your host heather bayer and as ever i'm super delighted to be back with you snow's coming down outside as i speak So winter is definitely coming. I'm getting my cross-country skis sharpened. No, not sharpened. Polished. Waxed. Waxed. That's the word. I'm getting my cross-country skis waxed. I'm just about to go out and buy some new snowshoes. In fact, I just wrote a new piece of content for my website, which is about beginner snowshoeing because we're expecting a lot of people to come up to cottage country this winter and snowshoeing is an inexpensive activity for them. So in the spirit of creating content for our guests that's going to help them plan their vacation, I've done this, which I think is a really nice piece on, it's a beginner's guide to snowshoeing. So that's just gone out to our list today, and I hope that will get people thinking about taking a winter break, taking a short winter break, you know, we're looking at perhaps another lockdown over the next couple of weeks, months. I don't know whether that will mean that they're going to shut us down again up here in cottage rental land. We shall wait and see, but you know, we are, I'm paving the way for the possibility of an influx of people this winter. So I'm going to be writing another post on ice skating, outdoor ice skating, and another one on cross-country ski trails and looking at places where they can go dog sledding. Because, you know, this is all outdoor activity stuff. This is what people are going to be looking for to do when they come out to a vacation rental this year. You know, they're not going into the cities to explore the museums and the art galleries. They are more and more getting to go outside because they can social socially distance outside. They can go with their families. They can have a great time. They don't have to be in crowds of people. So uh, that's what I'm doing. As part of that, you know, I'm creating a mass of content on the website and I know I bang on about content all the time. And that's because I believe that this is what people want. They don't get the type of content that I'm producing and that other savvy property managers and owners are producing at the moment if they go onto Airbnb and VRBO on booking.com because they are only accommodation providers. They cannot fill their space with information on every area in the world. But because we can, we should. We can do this. We we can start creating this amazing amount of content and start to drip feed it, not only to the traffic that comes to our website, but to the guests that have already booked. And we can begin feeding them some great information that allows them to become excited about their upcoming trip. And that's what I'm talking about today. I'm talking with Andy McNulty of TouchStay, the digital guide. And we are talking about what Andy calls Tumbleweed Town or Tumbleweed Time and this is the period between the time that guests books and the time that they arrive when they can often feel that they're in limbo or you know, nothing happens it's like being you know out in that desert with when all you can see is the tumbleweeds slowly going across the road so andy brought this up in a presentation that we did way back in uh, oh a couple of years ago when we were doing one on love languages and he had this this wonderful slide of a, a beaten up old gas station somewhere very, very rural in the US and tumbleweed backed up against the door. And that was his illustration of what often happens between that time, between the time of booking and the time of a guest arriving. And I put it to you, I want you to think, you know, quite honestly, what do you do to keep engaging with your guests between those two times. So if you want some ideas, I would listen in to this conversation I have with Andy McNulty because I think it's pretty good. See you on the other side. Mm Well, hello and welcome and welcome to Andy McNulty from Touch Day, who is joining me to talk about, well, we're going to be talking about Tumbleweed Town, Andy. So before we explain that? <laughs> welcome. How's it going back in Blighty?
1: Uh, back in Blighty is, I would say, the new normal. I think we're all getting used to this new normal. We've just gone into our second lockdown. It's about a week old but it feels like there's no change outside. I still see lots of people and lots of cars. I think we just become a bit normal, a bit blasé about it, which in some ways is a bit worrying. If only we'd all do it properly, it wouldn't need a second lockdown.
0: Yeah, um, same same here, actually. I mean, we're, we're sort of out in the boonies, but I drove down to a, a nearby town yesterday and could not believe the, the traffic that was on the roads. And, you know, everybody's heading up to cottage country, um, coming up for the weekend um and yet our numbers are just just rising exponentially and it's all in, in, no, there's nothing up here or there wasn't until all these people started driving up so we shall see we shall see what happens and then of course you've got the what's happening in um in the US with their Thanksgiving next week um so uh, i understand there's going to be sort of 50 million people traveling in the US so we'll see oh, how wow it, yeah
1: i thought you were going to mention with the politics but let's not do that let's 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 steer away from that <laughs> <laughs> the pandemic is enough to worry about. I shouldn't laugh. Some serious stuff going on. But yeah, we have adapted, haven't we? I think that's that's the best thing about us humans is we, we shift and adapt. I perfectly realize there's lots of businesses that are struggling and lots of people that are struggling, but we all end up having that fighting spirit. So um, I think it's really interesting, actually, kind of all come together. I attended a, a webinar yesterday, and it was with um, an organization called Premier Cottages here in the UK. And it was very much about collaboration on leaning on each other in these times to try and figure out how you navigate issues and problems and things together. And it's not just business stuff. It's also just like I'm struggling, you know, with mental stuff. You know, it's it, I can't figure out what to do in my business because of X. And it's really interesting how it brings out the best in people as well as some negative stuff as well.
0: Oh, you're quite right. I mean, this afternoon I'm... We have a meeting with nine other cottage rental agencies here in Ontario, and we started to meet back in February, March. You know, we're we're locking down here. We're all losing business. We need to write to the government. We need to talk to MPs. Absolutely. And we did that, and things happened. So we've now continued to meet. So, yes, we have a meeting this afternoon. So, yes, the collaboration that has come out of all this, you know, if there's something positive Certainly for us, that is the big positive.
1: Yeah, couldn't agree more.
0: So today, I wanted to talk about the wow that should happen. And I've said it, the, the wow that starts long before you open the door. So I want to come this as, as a guest, because I know you've been a guest in many, many, many properties and, and I have too. And I thought this is, you know, this is a good turnaround to actually talk about our personal experiences of being a guest, but focusing specifically on that time period between booking and arriving. Cause I know when, when we did the presentation, gosh, was it two years ago now?
1: I, mean, uh, I think it was three. Oh really? A long time ago. Well, relative.
0: Yeah, we did a presentation that was you and me and ty Marsink. And then um, Jessica Bozell came along and and jumped in in your place for the same presentation delivered in Bend to the Northwest Association of Vacation Rentals. And in that presentation, we were talking about love languages, basically. And I won't go into that one because there's, there's a couple of podcasts out there about love languages and I will put the links to that so you can go and check them out. But in that presentation, Andy, you talked about, you called it Tumbleweed Town. And there was a wonderful image of this sort of desert with a tumbleweed leaning up against an old gas station. <laughs> and, and it really came to mind or brought to mind this huge gap there is often between somebody making a booking and between them arriving at the property. And I think what you were saying, if you don't do something in that gap, you're going to leave people in limbo and wondering what the heck is happening. So do you want to elaborate on that a bit? And, you know, why did you include that? How important is it for you? Uh,
1: it's quite interesting, actually. When I think of that that picture, I think of the the cartoon movie Cars. And there's the bit where Radiator Springs sort of is almost like People don't stop there anymore. It's like you know, it's this ghost town That's the vision I have. So that the image, as you said, was just like some tumbleweed rolling through this old rickety sort of shack that was left there. And yeah, it's a metaphor for I don't know if metaphor's the right word, but for that experience that a guest often has between the moment they go through the checkout page of a booking and the time that they walk through the front door of the place they're staying at, and often is that period where nothing, nothing happens. Like you don't, you, I mean, life goes on and you're busy and you're, you're working, et cetera, but you don't actually hear from your host or manager. At least I've never, never bar, bar a couple of occasions, which we'll obviously run into later, but there's that void where you're not spoken to or you're not communicated with, or you're not engaged with. And it seemed like such a missed opportunity for both parties, both the guests mm-hmm. and the host. To nurture some kind of relationship, and there's lots that be, can can be achieved between that period. And guests like we want to, we want to feel excited about our stay, but but we we don't. We we have this ghost town, so yeah, hence the photo.
0: Yeah, and it. I mean, to me, I I. I mean, going way back to that, was the, the the time I met tyann was at a home away conference way way back. It's been seven eight years ago, and and I did a presentation on um, the Wow experience, and it was all about you know when you get there, you open the door. And you want your guests to go, wow! This is so amazing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But that was at a time when the majority of homes didn't have that wow. And now we're all working to make sure that the, the door opens and it smells wonderful, and it looks wonderful, and and the the bedding is fantastic, so it feels great too. You've, you're touching all the different senses. But to me, if you haven't created that engagement, that relationship between the booking, you've created a first impression that's going back way, way back. That's going to be hard to dispel, however nice it smells and however wonderful it looks, because it's, if the guest already has something in their head that says, you know, well, I had to contact this company or I had to contact this owner, and say, did I actually make a booking with you? Because I, I can't find. You know, I've I can't find any confirmation. I might have put it in a file folder and I've totally forgotten about it. And now I'm having to search for it. And now I have to find you and contact you and worry perhaps that I didn't make a booking at all, or you've lost it. <laughs> I, I say all these things because it's happened to me. So and I'm going to come back to a couple of those experiences in a in a minute. What about about you? Have you had that ex- you have had that experience, obviously? Of, of being in that limbo place
1: yeah i i, I, w- I would say 95 percent of my stays have been that way and i think it's a missed opportunity for the host or manager to also dare i suggest make a little bit more money in that in that period you know it's 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 the time where i'm thinking about my vacation and i'm probably willing to maybe check in early and pay a little bit more pandemic period aside, of course, but, you know, book a tour or or book a place and I think it's a missed opportunity. So, but, but, and yet, despite that, to your question, 95% of the time it's been the the tumbleweed period from my experience anyway.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I'll give you my, the the one that sticks in my mind and I have mentioned it before and I probably will mention it again. And, (laughs) <laughs> and this is why, because I was, you know, it was upsetting, was going to Como for Antonio's summit last year. Mm-hmm. And, and I'd been to Como many, many years previously, 25 years ago. We used to go every year down to a little lake near Como. And so this time around, my my eldest son was going to come up there, his wife and my grandchild from Berlin and we were going to go, i was going to go to the conference and then we were having a few days in como a very precious few days because that's all we had to do a bit of you know do a little trip down memory lane and go to this campground that we'd stayed in 25 years previously look out some of the restaurants go to we we all remember taking this boat trip from the harbor front in como and I just remember visiting different towns and being able to get off and go have a wander and then get back on the boat and go somewhere else. So this was in my in my head that this was what we were going to do, we were going to do, but it was twenty five years ago. <laughs> I vague memories, and we only had a couple of days. So my thought was, you know, I'd book this place and get some information beforehand. And of course, I know I can go onto Google, I can do it myself, but. I was really disappointed that I made this booking and it was for October. In September, I had to search. and This is what I said earlier on. I had to search around and find out, find this booking. I couldn't remember if I booked directly or if I booked through a, a mm. plan. And I couldn't remember my VRBO account because I don't use it much. So I figured i booked direct. And that was where the stress started coming in because I thought, oh, my God, we're going in three weeks and and I've had nothing from them they hadn't taken the final payment I suddenly realized <laughs> I mean, that, yeah
1: that that's really interesting that that I, I now you've said that I have had that experience when I went to in fact it was New Orleans I think where we we may have given the love languages presentation there as well and I I'd stayed we I booked with Tyane and we were staying and Tyane had brought her husband Nat with us as well so there were three of us but I didn't ever get a booking confirmation and I always worried that it hadn't gone through for whatever reason, but I'd seen it come out of my bank account. And I just, I don't know, I probably stupidly, naively didn't bother to think, well, actually, I wonder if there's something weird going on here, but it didn't turn out to be that way. It was perfectly fine. And just before I was about to travel, I got that communication, but it was weird. It was very odd to to have that uncertainty and then no communication. And a scratching. thinking, wait, did, did I actually book this? I can relate to that totally. And I, I don't think it's, somebody said to me once recently, don't discount when somebody tells you something about your product that is negative, because it could be that there are a hundred other people who feel the same, but haven't bothered to get in touch with you. Sure. And I, I think it's, it's kind of interesting that we're saying this. I haven't heard anyone else say it, but I bet there are lots of other people who've had the same experience.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, going back to this Como experience, you know, what what I would have loved was oh, and I did when I finally got in touch with them. I said, I, you know, I'd expected to hear something from you with some information, perhaps on on the things that we can do and see in the area. And I got a, a very pleasant email back saying, "Oh, don't worry, there'll be plenty of brochures in the apartment when you arrive." <laughs> and I've got five days, two of which are at the at the conference. And three of which I want to spend all my time with my family and right. seeing these places. I don't want to have to spend time looking everything up. you know I want totally. to hear you about where you think we should go and have a meal where you th- you know what what are the best times to get the ferry up to Bellagio, where should we go and have lunch in Bellagio that sort of thing and it it would have been so simple, so that's my experience. do you have any do you have a good one? I do yes,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's the, it's the one that I mention most often when we're talking about these kind of subjects, and it's it's the experience I had staying with a business called Beside the Sea in the UK, run by Richard and Sophie, and actually also not just Richard and Sophie, but Arthur as well. Oh, yeah, and now Dougal, their dog. So Arthur's their son, but Dougal is their dog. It used to be Oscar, but Oscar sadly passed, so Dougal is the new member of the family. And the positive part of that was that I knew when I booked that it was Richard, Sophie, Arthur, and Dougal. And I knew throughout the pre-arrival period that it was Richard, Sophie, Arthur, and Dougal. And when I got there, it was all four of them as well. It was like a completely consistent experience, so much so that it's edged on my memory and that I talk about it whenever I can. And th- there's really a couple of examples in that. The first one is that they've branded it all the way through as them. And that's kind of really powerful because they have 45 properties. So it's not like they're just one or two and they're being nice and personable because they can do because they only have one or two. No, they've got 45 properties that they're managing. But it feels personal all the way through and that's their brand and that's what all their comments say all of their reviews talk about that so one it's like a really powerful branding thing which connects you as the guest to the place you're going because you just feel like it's going to be a lovely experience and then it is and then you remember it and then you want to go back uh, So that's the first thing but the second thing they do do is they they have emails that that come to you before you arrive they in fact they in fact when you when you book they, I can't remember which one they send, but they, they send a, a short guide, like a, a magazine kind of page turning guide with all of the interesting things you can do. And it's very visual and colourful. And there are beautiful shots, photos that they can take in that part of the world. The, the sun sets, the sun rises. It's, it's a lovely colour colorscape, colorscape that they, they capture there. And, and they've managed to bring that all into, did you want to ask a question?
0: Yeah, I was going to say, was that was something actual published piece of material they sent to you? Or was yeah, it?
1: exactly. It, it was actually an insider that that um, that I used to do uh, a few years ago, which we've stopped doing. They've continued to do that. It's actually uh, it's actually published on issue dot com, and it's just one of those kind of nice magazine twirling you know you can can thumb through it and those sort of things work when they're nice and visual they're not that brilliant at reading lots of detail but if it's a if it's lots of you know experience related stuff and getting you in the mood and just quick tips on what to do is brilliant and so that's what they do so you already have in mind the sort of things and what was what was even better was that when we last stayed with them it was during it was, pr- it was during the summer, so it was pandemic time, but you could still travel and stay as a family. But all the places that you would or- ordinarily go to aren't necessarily open, or if they are particular restaurants, they aren't as easy to get into. So having had the information in advance, it was much easier to book a couple of places and make sure that well in advance of our trip, we were going to be able to go to some of these nice restaurants. So that that was brilliant as well. So it, it, it's about... like falling in love with the idea and notion of what they are and the place they live in but also the things that i can do and see and book ahead of stay and it, it's brilliant and they and they do that consistently so even after you've left you're then i get them I, I, and it's not an email list I, I go oh i want to unsubscribe from that it's one of those that pops and i go i want to read that one <laughs> and you open it and it's just got it's just brilliant so yeah that's a really really positive example. Um, of what they do, um, but the other one I've had is it's not one that I've stayed at yet, but it's interesting that they've taken the same approach of, and I know because they're a customer of ours, so I know what they do, even though I haven't stayed there. They do the same thing when they're in Costa Rica. They do the same thing where after you've booked, there's this series of very visual things. So it's not necessarily like go here and do that and and etc. It's it's like what are the scenes that are going to greet you or await you when you arrive and it does nothing more than than get you as the guest to go oh wow like i've booked that place i'm gonna be there soon and it, it does nothing more than that but that's brilliant you know that in itself is is something really powerful way more than than, than words and um, so that's an interesting one as well and they're a, they're a big organization that well i say big um we, we're talking relative to this industry There are about 80 properties Mm-hmm. so again they're doing it just through simple programming of emails it's nothing more complex than that and they're not doing a personal one to me each time that i booked it's 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 the same series um, and it's seasonally changed so it may be the same series but if i'm there at a different time i won't get the same one that i got last time so i think that's really interesting
0: yeah and that's that that is really easy to set up you know, totally takes a little while but these automated emails are easy to set up we're doing it at the moment because i i have to admit That our business has been going for nearly 18 years, and it's only in the last year (laughs) that we have started to bridge the (laughs) weed gap.
1: (laughs) Well, it's like you said. I mean, to to date, it's all about being, it's it's been all about the pre booking experience, website being a nice, easy experience, professional looking photos, and then the, the property being well staged, well managed, clean, as you expect. So it's not really a surprise. But I think you know every time we iterate into a more positive version of ourselves, there's other stuff left, and, and this is one of the things that I think has been overlooked, and, and now we'll have its day.
0: Yeah, I think I think it was. It often seems that like this is going to be difficult. This is just too difficult to do. But it is. We, we've we've started a sort of series of of ninety days. We we're just working ninety days out. So what are we going to do for the next ninety days in terms of content creation? and so now building into that 90 day content creation the drip that will go out to guests between booking and their stay and i know at the moment we're taking we we're a little bit behind the curve because we've been sideswiped really by the amount of early bookings we've got for next oh. year and um, usually our season doesn't start till january february and we start really booking out but uh, september october everybody wants to book for next summer. So we're a little bit behind and and really trying to, to fill that gap just with a general drip campaign to our whole list. Absolutely everybody that's coming is going is getting something every two weeks. Mm, that's um, so nice. Not generally everybody that's coming, ev- everybody on our mailing list is getting something every two weeks. Actually driving them back to the website, getting them to look at the content on the website. So you know at the moment we're driving them back to winter content. So there may be people who've booked for next year and they may be not interested in how to, how to buy a pair of snowshoes, which is the article I'm (laughs) at the moment or seven, seven outdoor skating trails. But you know, it, 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 it's engagement. It's, it's getting them to know that we are still out there. You booked with us. We're still here for you, but I wanted to move on actually and talk about the sorts of things that that we can actually do. And this is hosts and managers because these things can scale. So what have you got some examples of what you'd like to see and maybe some examples of what people actually are doing? And uh, just to, uh, coming back on that, the Richard and Sophie have been on the podcast and I will put a link to their episode because that's really interesting because they do talk about exactly what you were explaining. Mm-hmm. So, um,
1: and b- before I, before I give you the example of one of the things that I've seen someone do recently, that's quite scalable. I just wanted to touch again on that Richard and Sophie thing, because what they do is when they're out and about, they just take photos of, of things. And on the same webinar that I mentioned earlier that I was on yesterday, it's the head of that organization. She, she's very dog friendly and she's often out walking and she takes her camera and it's just her phone. Right? It's nothing else. but whenever she's got a great shot that would appeal to dog walkers or just walkers in general, she just takes a photo and she 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 puts it on her Facebook page. And it's a way of just continuing that very visual feel of the place. And so it's not necessarily touching me as a guest that's about to stay there, but it's me as a past guest and that might want to go there. So I think hooking around your theme is really interesting. And that, that can be a property manager as well. I mean, you've got people in your team that that have phones and that understand the kind of guests that stay with you and if you're out then you know whether it's a great restaurant or a bar or what you know whatever and i think that's interesting it's, it's the power of photos anyway the one that i wanted to talk about was the one that tyan who's our community ambassador does she sends people a postcard a physical postcard which lands through the mailbox onto your doorstep and my first thought was like how do, what postcasts? um like scalability are, are you mad and um and and typically tyan like she figured it out and she was just like no it's really easy I'm like wow and she's i just use a service called banner season at banner in fact she's got a link that you can use if you wanted to try it bannerseason.com forward slash tyan t-y-a-n-n and it's pretty much an automated process so you know any booking that that you get she's able to feed that into banner season and banner season will take care of sending out the the postcard with the message that you want etc with the design you want and she just happens to have the postcard going out with the hiking trail on there and she knows that that's that's part of what her guests do when they come and That sort of thing is so old fashioned in one sense to get something sort of tangible, yet very modern in its way of scaling it and delivering it and high impact simply because it doesn't really happen much these days. And I thought it was a really, really smart idea that was high impact scalable that would just put a smile on on your face if you got it. You know, it would just be, wow you know.
0: Well, out out of the blue, you're just reminded of what's upcoming. You're reminded of your upcoming vacation. Yeah. So you might not have been thinking about it at all, but all of a sudden it's just like, wow! you know, it's only so many weeks away and how lovely it is to get this. And I, I, you know, I would be blown away by something like that coming through the door.
1: Yeah, definitely. And, and, and sort of occasionally you might get people who would go, Oh, that's clearly automated. But I think we all get that. We all understand that. But it doesn't stop the fact that Tyenne thought of them, put it in place, made sure it happened, and it landed on your doorstep. It's like the thought that counts more than necessarily, is it an automated thing or did she really write that? You Because know, I think we're all cynical and we go, well, she didn't write that. But its it's nice nonetheless to get something like that. So I thought that was quite interesting. Um, when I was talking with her about it, that it could have that high impact, regardless of what you thought about, did she write it or not?
0: I've seen these postcards, and they're so beautifully done, and so professionally done. It's it's not just a sort of postcardy snap that you pick up off a stand. It it is a a, little piece of artwork, and uh, I am very impressed. In in fact, this right here,
1: which Tyanne sent after she came to stay here in the UK when we were on the virgin startup accelerator and she came for one of the weeks and you know she she managed throughout the course of that week without us knowing to capture photos of the whole experience and then wrote us it is it is it is a a machine written it's printed dear Andy and Joe keep kicking expletive you've got this um (laughs) and 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 then on the back like you know the photo of Joe and I. and I can't get this camera right, but it, it and yeah, branded on the back. Look, Tayanne, abandoned, boring. And I thought it was really th- this. This is exactly the kind of thing. And this dropped, and even though I know Tayanne and love her to bits, I wasn't expecting that.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: that well, you can see how I'm talking about it, and see how I've got it up there on on, on the shelf. So that's the kind of impact that it has.
0: I think that's that's amazing, and you know, a typical Tayanne. She every idea she has is it has a, a clear goal in mind and executed perfectly.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I just wanted to give you an example, something that um, that we are doing that really came out of this summer. And I think this is scalable to everybody. And we had a lot of last minute bookings, but we had a lot of bookings in place that had been in for a, for a long time and we had not been sending people much information beforehand, but we were finding people calling up because they, they'd arrived at the place. Well, you know, we wanted to rent a boat, but there is nothing available because there was just a huge influx of traffic into our area this summer that everything was booked up. You could not rent a boat. You couldn't rent a skid- uh, sea You couldn't even rent a canoe. You couldn't even uh. buy a canoe. <laughs> <laughs> so we decided for the, for this year... For this upcoming year, we're going to be sending out a list, and it's very simple. We'll just do a PDF list of all the rental outlets in the area with an encouragement to book early. If you want to rent a boat, book early. Here's where you can go and get the boats. So we're going to be doing a PDF download. It's going to be on the website, and then we'll be sending everybody a note to say, either download this or go to the website website early and we're also going to be working with some of the outlets to get them a small discount as well
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so that that's such a simple thing that absolutely anybody could do just don't let them wait to arrive to see a list of rentals for bikes or or even um you mentioned excursions you know you want to go on a whale watching trip or a dolphin watching trip these things have to be booked in advance Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And if you've got a short space of time between in the time that you're there, you're going to miss out. And yeah.
1: And it would be, and you'd be sitting there thinking, if only they told me, why didn't they tell me? You know, it's, it's such a simple thing. I think it's brilliant.
0: The other thing we're going to start doing is they'll be sent, it'll be an automated email and it'll go out very shortly after they book. And it's going to say, we're so pleased that you've booked. You must be starting to get excited. We'd like you to tell us a bit more about why you're going to this location, what you'd like to do when you're there, what activities, what, what you'd like to see, and try and get some information back from them because then that we can feed into our automated system. So if they express an interest in fishing, it will go into the fishing funnel. Mm-hmm. So when we so we, we have some information okay. on fishing and fishing licenses getting a fishing license where you get because we've had people arrive and and then call us and say oh i didn't know i had to, had to have a license where do i go and get one well in fact you can get them online so if they knew that beforehand but we want to find out what people want so that we can really target their interests you know are you having a celebration because if they're having a celebration then we send a card or balloons.
1: I think it's brilliant because the, the, if you think about that whole process, it's quite sophisticated, yet and requires setup. But once it's done, it's operating for you, isn't it? It's. Yeah. I mean, aside from the, if I've got a birthday, somebody, if you've got a birthday, someone has to take that, you know, put the order in for the birthday cake or whatever that you're going to surprise them with. But the the bit that that satisfies their type, you know. Um, Am I a skier, am I a hiker, am I a fisher, whatever? And been getting content automatically from you that serves you really interesting and mm-hmm. informative, important things you need to do, the fishing license, without you needing to lift a finger, that's brilliant. That that's, yeah. it's, it's 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 um but it does require a bit of thought. That's the thing I think that often stops people doing these things is that you mentioned it earlier in something you said that it's it's like the thinking about it that's the hard bit, the actual, oh my goodness, what have I got to do? But as with everything in life, if you just kind of clear your deck and focus and sit down and map it out, it doesn't end up being that difficult. It's the the frazzled, I've got too much to do, I've got to do something else that's the overwhelming bit. But when you, when you map it out and you do it and you actually put in place a process it's brilliant for you afterwards because then you can just sit back <laughs> periodically, update the content, of course, like keep it fresh. But, you know, it's, it's, I think it's great.
0: Well, you know, it, it's, it's, it's just that, it's the work up front. And, and this is a great time, certainly for us, great time of year for us to do all the work up front because um, it's not as quiet as it usually is, but it is a quieter time of, of year. So if we get all this done up front when we do get into January then we're into a process of dripping out these things, asking questions, doing short surveys. We have a license with SurveyMonkey. It it's not hugely expensive, but it means every so often we send out a survey and ask people what 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 do they like? What do they what do they enjoy most when they go away? What do they miss? Because we you know out here, if you go two hours north of Toronto, you might miss McDonald's or Starbucks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Celebrate. <laughs>
0: but it, it, it could mean that um, it, it it just it just helps us to decide how we're gonna treat every one of our guests as an individual.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Forcing you to think about not just like the individual guest, but forcing you to think about your process. Mm-hmm. You know, it's good to have to figure something out and write like, really deep dive into it because it will only improve things. And it will be painful and difficult to start with, like getting it all done. But the output is just – it has so much value.
0: Yeah, so do you have any other suggestions, ideas?
1: Well, send a TouchStay digital guidebook, of course. I mean, <laughs> why would you not do that? <laughs> Sorry,
0: uh, I to say no, that. No, no absolutely, because I'm moving on to that anyway that uh, the, yes, I mean, we use the digital guide. So we actually send, and that's interesting because I know that ty sends hers out right after somebody's booked, I believe. She does. And then she sends the link again. So she has correspondence with them. She reminds them that they've got this because people have things on their phones and they'll download it and get all excited for five minutes. And then the squirrel comes along and... And then they it again. And then they call you. That, then they'll call us and say you haven't sent us anything. It's like yes, we did.
1: Yeah. <laughs> six times.
0: <laughs> I remember Diane saying that she does send it again, yeah. and again. So it's a reminder. But yeah, tell us a little bit about uh, about Touch Day, Andy, because we find it absolutely invaluable for our guests.
1: Yeah, well, it's a digital guidebook, so it replaces what you've got in the home, the the paper manual, but increasingly can replace other things you're doing. So, you know, that idea of collecting information from the guest pre-arrival, that can be something that you can put in the guide. So if people are perusing that, they might see the section and think, oh, there's information they need from me. Click the link and populate the information. I had one really interesting one recently. It was a customer who has a spa on site. They have 16 cottages in this beautiful part of the UK. And on site, they've got a gym and spa and pool. And, and um, But with 16 cottages and multiple guests, particularly in this time of year, this, this pandemic period, you can't kind of all descend on the spa at once. So he has in there uh, how to book your spa appointment. And he said, it's a brilliant way of the guests into the Touch Day Guide because I tell them they have to go in there to book their spa so they can book out the spa for our slot. And it's the only way you can do it. So, it, it, and you go in there, and then you, you book a time. You say, like, I, I don't know, three pm for an hour. I want it. I put my, my cottage I'm staying at and my details and the password he gives you because um, it is it is something he wants to be sure that you've been given legitimate access to, and boom, it's booked for you. Uh, and then he has a little video inside his guide, which is it, it's fantastic. I love these things that people do. It's brilliant. He's literally him to camera. No fancy production or anything like that. He's just got him to camera walking to the front of the spa and saying, To get into the spa, here's the code you need. Um, do it. Turn the clock, turn the, the, the dial clockwise, enter the spa, and then you see him entering the spa, and then you see him going to the section where you change, it. here's where you're changing, here's where you put your shoes. And it's just it's it's wonderful. It's like leaves nothing to chance you know yep. i know exactly what i'm going to do so that that's the sort of thing that you can you can put inside touch Day, as well as check-in time and wi-fi code and all of that kind of stuff um but i want to touch on what what we were talking about there with with tyan she doesn't just send it multiple times well and, and and also she does send it multiple times but she automates it so it's not any physical effort manual effort she just automates her, her pms owner res owner reservations who we're integrated with. So she just sets the workflow inside owner reservation so that it goes out on the days that she wants it to go out. But, and this is the brilliance of Tyane again, is she doesn't just say, thanks for your booking and here's a digital guidebook. She says a lead-in to why it's valuable to the guests. I can't remember the exact words, but it's to the effect of we've created this great guide, which includes the following things and just bullets the four frequently are five frequently asked questions that she gets so she knows these are things people are flagging that they ask ordinarily and she just puts it in there and says you'll get the answer here click the link and so she gets so much more engagement from it and I think sometimes we feel that we just need to tell the guest it's there and then they'll use it but we don't. We need to give guests reason, like you said, because the squirrel will go past the window and they'll get distracted. <laughs> um, so if you can if you can plant the seed in in their mind, regardless of whether they look at it now or before they travel, because they've had that, that thing which says, this is useful to you. And if it is useful to you, you know what it's like. If something's useful to you, you remember it. Even though you don't necessarily use it now, you go, oh, I saw that two months <laughs> ago. I go back to it and then I use it. So I, I think... I think that that approach is is really interesting. So it's not just about the wonderful things you can put inside your guide, but it's about how you you know a get it to them and how you make it valuable to them.
0: No, that's right. It's not being it's not static. It's not a static thing. To me, it's a living document, and yeah. you you bring people into that into that life. I guess. Yeah. Uh, we're adding more and more video. Um yeah. and, and, and and it can
1: be and it it can be humorous stuff as well. So there's there's a guy called um, Jim hinton he's one of our touch day rock stars we call them who are the the people that join our private facebook group and and he's one of those that's done so much in his guide it's brilliant and he um there's a there's a section on how to operate the hot tub and it's of course something that i'm sure you know when when you tell guests how to do it they just ignore it don't they? they're still like I don't know. drink their beer glass from yeah. there and drop it and break it you know whatever they do um but the way the way jim's done it is he's done he's done a video and he's done a few iterations the first one i saw is a video of him just explaining to camera like what to do and how to do it and and it was great but he's amped it up a bit where he's done like a fast forward version of it so it's almost like it's like jim's like running around he's opening the lid and, he's getting, and it's really it's quite funny to watch but because the video is quite long and there's not that many instructions in it you can fast forward it and not lose any of the impact and and he's got like little pointers saying like do this and do this and it's it's fantastic and you say oh well jim's uh, you know he's got one property in Asheville and and he can, he can he's got the time to do this like i don't you know i'm a property manager 300 properties i don't have the time well do it once and it's there forever yeah, and and it doesn't need to be you. Like, chances are, if you've got three hundred properties, you've got some people who are inspecting properties and who can who can do that while they're there. So, uh, yeah, I just thought that that was a that was a funny example to share.
0: Well, if it's possible to share Jim's TouchDay guide,
1: oh yeah, it's actually if you go to touchday.com forward slash example dash guess, you'll see there's nine I think that we've got on there uh-huh. that represent good things in different ways. Like one's got Japanese translation, in it, for example. Another one, Jim's is, I think we flag humor and video. Uh, and you'll see, his is called Asheville Hideaway.
0: Okay. I will put that on the show notes. Something else I want to, to say to listeners just about Touchday. Uh, you know that I love Touchday and use it within my own company and promote the heck out of it because I do love it so much. But we've uh, on, on Vacation Rental Formula, we've just created a new business page for Touchstay. And on that page, you're going to find a video that I did with Andy and also another Andy. That was Andy Medic from Sea Change Vacation Rentals. And you'll, you'll have met Andy Medic in a previous podcast because Andy Medic is a what we call a super user of, of Touchstay. And I interviewed both of them. Andy McNulty as the founder of Touchday, co-founder of Touchday, and Andy Medic as a user. Uh, so you can hear a little bit more from both sides. So I'll put the link to that business page as well. So you can go take a look at that. So Andy, our time's up, unfortunately. I can't believe how 45 minutes just whooshes past. But it's always an absolute pleasure to talk to you. It's been it's been a while. It's been over 100 episodes since we last what? checked. <laughs>
1: oh, my goodness you've been cranking out the content.
0: <laughs> I have indeed. Yes. So so yeah, always a pleasure. Lovely to talk to you and always to hear about what Tyann is doing. Oh, and yes, if you go to that business page, you're going to see links to all the podcast episodes I've done with Andy and with Tyann. Loads of super useful information in there. So, so go check that out. Andy, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, love talking to you. And uh, we will talk again very soon, I'm quite sure.
1: Thank you Heather, it's a pleasure. Stay safe.
0: Thank you very much. Well, Andy McNulty, thank you so much for joining me. As ever, just a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, I've known Andy for so many years. Goes back about oh gosh, about 10 years, maybe more. I've known Andy, he doesn't own a property and he never has owned a vacation property, but he has been involved in this industry for so many years with innovative ideas, mostly on engaging with people and helping them out with you know, creating the sort of content that allows them to plan a vacation way, way in advance. There was a company called Getaway Earth. Then there was uh, Digital uh, Insider Guides and then Guest Hook, which is now run by Jessica Vosel, still going strong. And now, of course, Touchday, which is hugely successful. And as you know, I'm a massive advocate of, of Touchday because I use it You know, it took took me a long time to decide which one to use, and I have to say, there's a lot of very, very good guest guides out there, and I looked at a a good half dozen of them, and I chose Touch Day mainly because I know Andy so well, and also the community ambassador for Touch Day is Tayan Marsink, who, as you know, is one amazing dynamo in this industry. So I figured that with, <laughs> with that team, plus their, their technical team as well, that, uh, that this product is going to go a long way. So one of the reasons why we chose Touch Day, but there are other very, very good digital guides out there. So I hope that that conversation inspired you to think about creating some materials and content to drip feed out to your guests between the time that they you know after they book and before they arrive and not just at the time because this is what this is what we were doing as a property management company is that we would wait until the final payment was due and then we would collect that and send them some information which is what a lot of people do but you know people we've we've had people this year that books in September and they're not going to, on their vacation until next August So I want to start firing them up with excitement about this vacation, get them thinking about what they're going to do, where they're going to eat, where they're going to go and have a picnic, these sorts of things, getting them educated on the area so that when they get there, they remember all the things that we've been sending to them. So uh, it's a twofold experience for them, really. They have all this great information to hand, so they don't have to go searching for it. And they also have created a relationship with us as a property management company along the way. And I know from my experience with property management companies in the past, and I have I have rattled on before about the poor experiences I've had with PMs who did not do this, who just let me hang between booking and arriving, even to the point of me having to call them up and say, Did I actually book with you because I've heard nothing from you for six months? So we've been doing this for, or I say, we've not been doing this for many, many years. We have been just as guilty as many other property management companies and owners over the past years in not filling this gap. And we are changing that in 2021. And for our people who booked in September, by the time they go in August, they will have a huge amount of useful information to help them enjoy their vacation even better. So I'd love to hear what you're planning on doing in that tumbleweed time. Let me know, post it on the show notes. Uh, Anything that I've talked about and Andy's talked about in this episode, any links, they will be in the show notes. So go take a look at those and leave a comment if you will. That would be lovely. And if you have the time, I'd love you to go to iTunes and leave me a review and I hope it's a five-star review because we all love those. If not, let me know. You know, you know the score. Let me know what the problem is before you write about it and I'll try and fix it. So that's it for another week. Always an absolute pleasure. I just love this topic. I love this topic of, of wowing guests, not just as they, as they open the door and set foot inside the property, but I want to wow them from the moment they decide they're going to book with me. And I'd love to hear how you wow your guests too. So until next week, bye for now. It's been a pleasure as ever being with you. If there's anything you'd like to comment on, then join the conversation on the show notes for the episode at vacationrentalformula.com. We'd love to hear from you. And I look forward to being with you again next week.